Hey guys and welcome back to a new episode of Tea with Maki. Today I have a special guest in Ahmed Zaman. He's a Leeds-based content creator looking to break into the acting industry. Hope you guys enjoy. How are you bro? How's things? Yeah, I'm doing well man. Um, I graduated this week so... Oh, Mubarak. Congratulations yeah, yeah. mate. Thank you man. It's been a what was it? What did you graduate in? I did physics. Physics? Yeah, horrible man. Is it uh, University of Manchester, is it? Leeds. Leeds? No yeah. way! Mad. Last, last three years. Round, round the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was just going to start with, um, just do you want to just talk to us about who you are? and? Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously my name's Emma Shearsman. Uh, I'm an actor, uh, dancer, uh, director and radio presenter yeah. and also YouTuber from Leeds. <laughs> uh, been doing like acting since the age of eight uh but professionally since the age of 18 so coming up to eight years now uh been creating content and just doing the creative uh side of things uh, as much as i can because i really really do enjoy it it's it's something that truly yeah. makes me happy um acting dancing youtube uh presenting uh being out there on social media and just having a bit of fun really that's, yes. that's me in a, in a nutshell that's <laughs> in a nutshell um so yeah so what what got you started it's because you say you started at eight years old what was it that sparked that um creative edge in you and, and got you into wanting to become an actor um so i mean i had a lot of energy when i was a, when i was a kid yeah. i used to run around i used to jump from certain things and I, yeah, proper, like, you know one of those kids that you see at a wedding you're like oh god yeah, that yeah. kid needs a backhand i was that kid <laughs> right and um eventually i went to theater uh, you know I, I was watching theater i think i must have been really young like year yeah. four and i watched robin hood and at that point i was like i want to do that like, i have no idea what that is but i just loved how this actor just owned the stage and was doing all these cool things fighting people but also like you know you, you, I watched it and I remember being that is it I need to figure out what that is and then from there I got involved with school uh, plays then I got involved with high school plays then community theatre then actually got involved with like theatre filming television short films then I understood right okay what's the next step then I started writing directing creating content YouTube uh, and from there, it was just, it, you know, you find the new layer of what you're doing and you, you, you want to explore that. And that was literally literally how I started and how I am where I am now, like creating con- yeah. my own content and stuff. Yeah, so it's just a constant progression, isn't it? From, oh, mate, from like, school honestly, plays like, to directing your own stuff. and Yeah, from, obviously, you've got to learn. I feel, yeah. I feel you have to learn how to do what mm. you love and you yeah. know obviously for me it's acting more so than anything so mm. i fully got involved with the craft at a young age like plays as much as i can even even if i was like the the the, the smallest person on set like on stage like even if i was just playing i had i remember doing a a, a show uh and i literally had one line and i didn't care because this was when I was younger. Because I was I was analyzing everybody from the director to the producer to the lead actors, and I just taking in, just being on set and watching these guys act made me happy. I was like, I can do that one day. Maybe not right now, but you know, I'll get there. I will do that. And you know, and literally taking every ounce of this craft in, 
So one day, if I wanted to do my own thing, I, I could just go do it mm. because I've learnt. And yeah. I, I remember having this 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 thought when I was young, like really young. And now, obviously, I feel I've learned quite a lot. And I mean, I'm not anywhere near where I want to be, but you learn and then you try, you fail. The Absolutely. amount of times I failed and oh, then yeah. got up and done it again, um, there's it, a story within itself. Yeah, because people will never see like the failures that you have. They'll only ever see what you put out yourself. So they'll never understand the struggle that you've probably been through. Um, I've just picked up on the fact that you were inspired by theatre work. Yeah, and I definitely. feel like as a kid, for me anyway, I feel like, um, you know, cinemas and movies, that's what inspires me. So it's really interesting that actual theatres were what got you inspired by that. Is that something yeah, you yeah. were like... Oh, 100%. Thespian all the way. Like I, The thing is, is that because I, I saw theatre, obviously mum watched Bollywood at home and everything, oh, yeah. TV, mm-hmm. and I used to watch that. I used to be like, you know, actually, come on, I can't do that. But um, then mm-hmm. obviously when I watched theatre... I don't know what it was. I was like, this seems something that I want to be a part of. And then, I mean, when you're a kid, you'll probably do this quite a lot. Be like, I want to be a part of this. I want to do this. And then you try things and then they don't yeah. work out. So you kind of like cut them off. Mm. Uh, but for me, when I got onto theatre and I felt that rush, that adrenaline, I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. to be in a position where, you, even though you're on stage for maybe two hours at the most, you know, you take in what's there and you come off and it's like, wow, that experience is so exhilarating. Mm. And, you know, you don't really get that. I mean, at that time, I had no idea because I'd never been on a film set. You know, when I was doing theatre, I'd never been on a TV set or anything like that. So this is this was for me acting. Do you understand? Like, that's why I, I was more involved. I kept getting and every little thing I could get, I was just doing because it's just, it, it just a rush. And that's why it really... I love it so much. Even though we create our own content, you know, the theatre rush is something else. It's a different yeah. vibe altogether. So did, did you start off quite confident with um, theatre? Was it something that you had to kind of grow into? Like, did you get stage fright at any point? Or was it just something that you've just embraced? So because I was doing it from a really young age, yeah. I, and I don't think I ever had stage fright. But, you mm. know, I remember doing one of my first ever, like, pro uh, stage performances and my... Um, my pet, my full family came to watch this, and the minute before going on, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I, I got scared, you know. I, had, I got yeah. nervous, and you still get nervous before, but I really got shook because I was like, "I'm gonna go on, and these gonna watch me. What if, what if they think I'm terrible? Do you know what I mean? It's so embarrassing. Everyone's bought tickets to watch you, and you're gonna be. But, but then I was like, "Listen, you know, if you, if you, I always say that if you go on and do something half-hearted, right? It's gonna be, it's not gonna be as good." Uh, but if you go out there and say I gave it 100%, yeah. right? You, you're be- you're in a better off position. Whether it's good or not, that's you're in a better position facts. than yeah, doing yeah. it half-hearted. Um, so I just went and did it full out. And at that point, mm. I, I was a bit scared. But I've never actually been scared to own the stage. I feel like that comes from like the the acting side of things. You've got to really know your character and just go out mm. there and own that space. If you if you don't, then you know people can see right through you, unfortunately. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you're performing in front of certain people, they will let you know. And yeah. you don't want that. <laughs> and and it's brilliant because you you also have picked up dancing as well. Was that something mm. that you picked up at relatively the same um, time? Yeah, yeah. So so acting and dancing, they're, they're kind yeah. of like hand in hand. I remember growing up and um, I wanted to dance because my cousin, I had a cousin who was a break dancer. Oh. And I always said, right, I want to get into dancing. Mm. I couldn't dance like him. He's phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I kind of like learned breakdance in hip hop street and then did Bollywood for a good couple of years 
you know, performing up and down the country, and it all just came together because I never wanted to be that one-trick pony that could just dance or can just act. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't sing, um, but <laughs> I was like, I want, I want, I want to do as much as I can within this because it just, it's just so much fun. Uh, and so I kind of learned acting and dancing at the yeah. same time. But my passion was more with that acting itself. But I knew to be successful, you need to do as much as you can. Yeah, and especially with like Bollywood, I feel like you kind of. If you want to really succeed, you kind of need both the the dancing because oh, yeah. it's it's almost like a musical, isn't it? In in the way they they, they tell their stories, yeah. Hundred percent, it's a musical. Yeah. Um, in you know, in, in in the form it is, and it's it's incredible because um, here in the UK and in America they call it a musical, but in Bollywood yeah. it's every single film. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's normality to them. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Um, You've you've created a lot of videos that are very um, similar to that theme of the the Bollywood theme, the musical theme, and and telling a story. And I've noticed um, you posted something on your story where you um, posted almost a behind the scenes and and the crafting that goes into like just making the location and you know small details like that. Do yeah, you yeah. talk me through like the the process of how you make these videos and how how you um, bring that vision to life. Yeah, so um, it's it's an odd one because you know you think of uh, videos on YouTube and you know there's a variety of things you can do. You know, people mm. sit in their bedrooms and do yeah. makeup and they are hit. People do comedy. For me, I was like, what can I do? I didn't want to really do comedy because I was like, everyone does comedy in it, and I feel mm. like I can't add anything to this. I go, what can I do that shows talent, shows hard work, uh, and you know, it's fun to do. And for me, I. You're, you're referring to the, the tributes that I've done to the Bollywood yeah, yeah. legends uh, so I, I call them walk through time because I'd pick an actor uh, a Bollywood actor and pick all of his uh, super hit songs and make a compilation but mm. recreate them and that was uh, something I decided in 2016 I was, remember I was in the shower and I was like I need to do something <laughs> different and all the great, sh- great ideas come, come from to the you shower. when you're in the shower <laughs> yeah. I was like I need to do something different what should I do and then mm. I was like Everybody seems to love Shah Rukh Khan. Everybody, Shah Rukh Khan's such a great actor. Let me yeah. think back. I go, I'd love if I could just recreate, you know, and he was known to be, like, he is known to be the king of Bollywood, you know, mm. and to, and I was kind of like, right, maybe I shouldn't do him because if I don't do it right, I'll get slaughtered. You'll get, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, you know what, forget it. Listen, if you're going to do something, do it full, 100%, and just go for it. And, so I came up with this idea. I started picking all the songs. I started editing using Audacity, editing all the songs together so they sounded good. And then I was like, right, okay, location. Had to scout for locations. So matching them to the the original videos, which is really hard to do because you know they 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 go to Switzerland, Iceland, Greenland, everywhere to film. I'm like, yeah. how can I do this in Yorkshire? <laughs> so <laughs> so finding all the locations making mm. costumes so some of the costumes mm. that they wear in these videos they no longer like it's hard to get or if you can get them they're very expensive and obviously i'm doing everything on a zero budget because i make zero revenue from creating these con this type of content so how can i make it so if i can't find it i'll have to buy the material and make it myself so learning how to sew cut clothes putting it together and then the the slightly newer songs they have these amazing sets so how can I yeah. find a venue that has this right I can't find a venue because they're charging a thousand pound an hour what can I do um, okay buy some wood cut the wood right wallpaper it put some lights on it down put the flooring down put big lights up to light up the full set and before you know it you've done all that but it's taken a hell of a lot to get to that one position just so I can get on stage and act 
do you know what I mean? That's how much I, I enjoy the craft so much that to get to that one place, you've got to go through so many different steps, right? Mm. To just do what you want to do. And it's quite eye-opening because I actually watch back something. I don't really watch these tributes anymore like because once you create something, you just leave it out there. You, yeah. As a creator, you very rarely watch it again. But we were on the way back from Birmingham and my wife put them on in the car. And I was like, wow, like, and it's nostalgia for me because I was like, so much hard work goes into them. Boom. And, I, and the product itself, I was so proud of. Like Every tribute I've done, I've been so proud of because I don't feel many people do that on youtube and so when i watch it i'm like this is something that you know sits with me really well because it's like it's new it's not many people have done it or ne never not gone through that much effort to achieve that final yeah. outcome um and it is it is a lot of these tributes can take up to six months to film you know what i mean because we've, we've got to do them when everybody's schedule's available i've got to get a camera guy who can do it uh, it's normally my friends if not one of my cousins or nephews will hold the camera while we're doing this uh get the venue sorted, get the food for the people, pay for the travel if they come soon. So one video, I had to get Lavina, who's my friend from London, to yeah. travel up to film and then send her back down because we couldn't find the girls to do it or we didn't have the correct girls to do the song. So, so much hard work goes within just making one of those walk through time videos. Um, but I don't, I don't ever look back and say I shouldn't have done it because, you know, that, you know they got decent amount of views not many people do them on youtube and also shara khan's watched the shara khan tribute so yeah. for me it was just like a yeah like yeah. it works this work hard work pays off it and sometimes does, when you're does. in this craft it's kind of like you have to work super hard just 100%. to get a little bit of recognition yeah. Um, yeah because like and i think a lot of people don't realize like just everything you've listed there your location the chopping board things like that the costume design the sewing things you have to learn from scratch and these aren't necessarily things that you enjoy but mm. you're doing it to to actually get to that final position where you can 100%. act the bit that you do enjoy so it's really good to see you say that because i feel like a lot of people will kind of go into a passion but then they won't realize they have to do a lot of um extra work behind the scenes and things that they don't necessarily um think they'll actually want to do have but to do. you yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. have to do it don't you yeah there's got to be like I, i'm very practical thinker you yeah. know when it comes to achieving the outcome right you've got to think practically what can i do how can i achieve that right mm. and sometimes you've got to basically steer your ship in a certain way that you are able to achieve the outcome through the best means of like saving money saving time and helping people along the way that need the help that, yeah. that can also help you uh, and making sure that everybody's happy with it because if you're not happy with it if you're doing something and you're not happy with it then ultimately you watch back and be like mm. Mm. and you may not even want to put it out at the end of it do you know what I mean so um, so yeah it's a uh, have you actually ever had that where you've you've produced something and at the end you've thought do I really want to put this out or has it just been a case of just see what everyone else thinks and it's not my place to judge my own no so, so so yeah sometimes i have had the thoughts like maybe this yeah. shouldn't go out but then i put it out because i'm like for if i'm quite meticulous sometimes in my fine detail yeah i like overthink and it's happened to me where i'm like oh this i don't know if i want to release this and then i've got a second opinion from my brother-in-law my sister or whoever and they've said just put it out it'd be good we get it out and it does great uh and then months later when i watch it, i'm like oh that thing that i was moaning about doesn't even matter yeah. do you know what I mean but there has been a couple of situations where I've wrote like so going back about eight years now maybe not a year maybe about six years mm. I created I created a, a short film uh, called The Bet 
and okay. we did lots of filming lots of this is when i was kind of i, I can't remember when it was right it was a while yeah, back yeah. it was when um, i was first learning the mm, craft of filming the early not stages, acting but like yeah. filming the early stages yeah. and i created this 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 product and i watched it and i was like this is terrible mm. not because the writing was bad or the direction but the filming the sound all the other components that sometimes you don't think of what weren't good so i was like i had that was one thing for me that i was like i can't put this out but i will release a trailer and then i eventually just released the trailer and that's it and people commented is this coming out yet and i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) i put in the description this is just the trailer like you know what i mean just made it highlighted but everyone still asks um but yeah unfortunately um but it happens sometimes sometimes you as a creator you need to be honest with yourself saying are you happy with this going Mm. out and if you're not happy then maybe don't put it out do you know what i mean but then also backhanded to that is you know sometimes as creators we're quite detailed in Mm. all these little things that we care about but to the naked eye the untrained eye they don't care about yeah i think i think i I agree with that because i feel like um because it's personal to us and it's personal to yourself you're gonna look at things and pick up on things that other people probably just don't care about so it's definitely about just um i do think put put things out see what other people have to say let it marinate yeah yeah yeah, exactly do its time but yeah it happens yeah so i was just gonna ask as well so you started um acting quite young and obviously you're from a south asian family and with things like acting and like creative fields the stigma around um those kind of jobs is is quite it's, it's quite problematic because obviously like a lot of parents will want um their their kids to go into more secure jobs like law yeah definitely engineering so how were your family with that um, and how did you approach that yeah, so i had a different dynamic going up you know i i didn't i lost my father at a really young age uh didn't really have a father figure in the house. I had my brother who was growing up, uh, or, or was quite young as well, yeah. uh, when dad passed away. Uh, so the dynamics were very different. But I realized very early on that I need to do something that will provide financial stability for me and yeah. potentially my family. And obviously, acting isn't one of those things. So what I did to myself was I will work hard, right, as a regular, uh, in a regular job. And I will work twice as hard on my passion because at that point I was like, I, you know, when I grew, up, I was kind of this is, I know this is what I want to do. Whether it's going to provide financial income, I don't know, but doesn't mean I'm not going to give it a go. But I also have the responsibilities of making sure that I have good, strong financial income for me, uh, for my household, and also when I get married, I know I'm going to want certain mm. things in my life. So yeah. do you know what I mean? So what I did was got a job. Right, regular job. So from the age of 12, uh, mm. I've been working. So I was working. Uh, so my first job was delivering menus, right? Okay. That used to bring in money. Just Even if it was just money for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was just paying for my, my trainers and whatever I wanted yeah, for school. Yeah. Um, then I started doing renovations and decoration with my uh, uncle because he's a landlord. I uh, learned a lot there. Uh, mm. Then I started working at Next. And, you know, I've got a list of, list of jobs. Yeah. But while I was doing these... I was acting, so I was constantly working double, you know, to just so I could have money, but also do what I want. And I think when you get older and you turn professional, I hate that word, you know, when you when you actually mm. get a pro, like pro agent who wants to send yeah. you to certain things, you know, the South Asian family can be a bit like, oh, you know, you need to make mm. sure you focus on getting a stability and everything. Mm. And that happened. 
but I think for me what happened was I, I, I invited them to a show and they watched that show and at that point I won them over like because you know when somebody sees someone do something so good right and they're like now we know that now we understand yeah. and for me it was a bollywood show so they completely related to it right? and they completely saw what i was doing they completely said he's absolutely smashing i remember that the, 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 uh, literally I, I this is this is really I, i'm not saying it to boast but i did i did really well in that performance mm. that the entire audience were just chanting my name really? like they were just chanting my name and at that point we had to go out and tell them not to because it was just ruining the show. Because that's how that's how that's how good the performance was, yeah. and the family got so into it, and they were just like, okay. So they never questioned me with with that. But I also I knew. So my parents didn't tell me. My mum didn't tell me. My brother didn't tell me. I have to have. I knew myself. I had to have a mm. stable stable job, right? But then I also knew that I wanted to do. This. So I proved both both sides of the. I did both sides of the thing. So uh, there's a quote that they say that you do your nine to five, but then you got to do your five to five nine, to nine yeah. and that and that's that's literally till this day I do that. Do you know, until I, I yeah. I've not been able to you know get a, a stable income from the arts, um, mm. and I'm still like eight years into a career within the arts. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I know I'm still you know I do a job and then I do my second job, which is passion and acting and presenting and everything. Um, yeah i like that i like that because it's like it shows the dedication you had and the work ethic and i think um your work ethic it must have come i guess from just the circumstances growing up in in yeah definitely you know you know you're not having a father teaches you a lot of things you know you've got to figure out certain things by yourself you've got to go do that you see but i feel like i I, it's in my blood like my my Mm. dad was a very hard worker like you know i get stops in the streets and you know the community tells me about my dad yeah. things that I don't know and there is that number one thing is there's two that there's two things that they always point out right is my dad's um how how kind he was and mm. how much of a hard worker he was yeah. right and I feel like I've got kind of like the hard working trait definitely because I work so hard at a regular job but then mm. I don't I don't compromise when it comes to my passion either do you know what I mean? And there yeah. are times where I'm like, I'm so tired, like genuinely. And there are times where I'm running late. And there are times where, you know, but then I'm like, inshallah, when this becomes a financial, you know, when it can financially support me, I won't be late everywhere. I won't be as stressed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, 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 I've managed to get to that position where it provides that income. Mm. So yeah, it's all, it's all part of the journey. It's all a big journey. And you've got to, you've got to just take it in your stride. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you like balance between the two? Because at some points, I imagine it can be quite overwhelming when you're doing, you know, your job that you might perhaps not have wanted to be doing at the start, and then working on passions that you perhaps wish were more further in, like you yeah. more further into that. I how do you balance that? It it is the you you have to balance it. Like yeah. I, you know, I, I think for anybody who's in the arts who maybe listen to this is that yeah, okay, we know, I know, you know, yourself know that your main passion is acting or whatever it is, whatever yeah. art form it is. You know, find a job which you don't hate. You know, mm. I really like my day job. I really mm. like my day job. Do you know what I mean? So when I've got to wake up and go to work, I'm not. Oh my god, I've got to go to work. I wish yeah. I could just act. It's 
I'm going to work. I like my job. Yeah, it's good. But I'd would rather act, obviously, <laughs> because people have that mentality. They wake up, oh, I hate, I hate going to work. Uh, I wish I could just do this. Mm. But if you're in the wrong job, then you yeah, are in the true. wrong job. Clearly, find a job, right? Well, I'm not saying you're going to build a career and you're going to. That's what it's going to be. Find a job that you enjoy, so you enjoy that, and then when you get there, you're not as stressed and mm. you're you're happy. That's that's me. Like that's what I do. And you know, alhamdulillah, I've got I've got a job where I I'm really. Uh, I feel like I'm good at and I enjoy and I've got a good circle of friends and I, you know I've not done a job till this day like a regular job which I've hated mm. I've never done a job that if, I, if, I, if I've got to that position and I'm like okay this isn't the right thing then I you know either resign leave or whatever but mm. um, you've got you to gotta find that to be happy uh, find a job that you are happy with and then do your, 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 your passion because then what happens if you find something you hate you go off in a grumpy mood towards your passion and then you're not yeah. productive mm. Do you know what I mean? So if you come off and you're not you're not stressed and then you can carry on, then you're still productive. Uh, mm. But how to balance it is you've just got to be you got to be organised. I think that's the key thing is you know having a, a timetable of what you're doing. Uh, you know, leave extra gaps between uh, writing and stuff or whatever or creative stuff because you can't force creativity. You mm. know, and and that's literally how I do it. I just I've got to be very organised. Got to have my diary sorted out week by week. Uh, and I don't know what, what when I'm scheduling and what uh, or what yeah. what are the priorities. Turf is releasing on 31st of July. I know that weekend and that full week I may not have meetings. I may not yeah. do anything other than just make sure that I've got a full seven days. If anything goes wrong, if that fire crashes, I know I've got a week to edit it. Do you know what I mean? So you've got to be mm. smart, work smart, but be very organised. That's that's how I manage to squeeze in everything that yeah. I want. So it, quite, it, it kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? When you've got perhaps a bit, a, a lot to do in terms of personal projects, you can use your job to kind of de-stress and not think about those things. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, two, yeah, different, yeah. two different, two different lives. It's, it's, you know, that's that's the trick, man. You've got to you've got to be able to juggle things, but still find something that you enjoy, even though it's not your passion. You've still got to find something that you're happy with, and mm. you don't you you want to wake up and go to work. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like hundred percent. I, I I don't I don't understand people that get jobs that they don't like, mm. right? And then they moan about it. I'm like, okay, there you know, it's 2020. There are jobs that are getting created daily. Like you know, 10 years ago, YouTube didn't exist. Okay, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, marketing managers probably didn't exist. Mm. You know, there's other stuff within regular regular jobs, traditional jobs that have created newer jobs. Yeah. So you need to absolutely. be looking around. What can I do? What skill set? Do I have that aligns that I will be able to achieve this job or be successful at this job and be happy with it? Yeah. And I feel like people don't do that. People just go to a job, you know, nine to five on the phones mm. or whatever, and then that's it. And then they mourn about it. Yeah. Like, mate, there's so many things that you could do. Hundred percent, I agree with that. Um, you mentioned uh, Turf, your web series. Do you want to talk yes. a little bit about that and what that's about? Yeah, Turf is a web series that I wanted to do for about a year, and I, I just didn't find the right time. I didn't think mm. it was the right time, but it's something that I was quite passionate about. I worked in the school for a, a really long time, and I, I, I saw this cycle, um, this cycle where people, you know, from disadvantaged backgrounds who maybe didn't have uh, a mum or a dad or didn't have a proper nuclear family uh, experience this vicious cycle where they think they're born as you know this is their life and that's what they're going to live and you know that's what they're going to die as well actually no even though you are born in that circle it doesn't mean you are limited to that you are able to change and that is 
to do with your choices and it depends about regards to who's around you, your what circle, what you're thinking, and whether you're positive or negative. So I created this character who reflects that and then shows the journey of him being in a low point in his life to in a positive point or becoming a better person. And I literally, it's something that I really wanted to do. So um, once I found that I had the right team, the right people around me that are dedicated toward this, I was like, right, we're going to film this. So I started writing, started getting the team together, filming, um, videographer, uh, obviously directing myself, but uh, my wife helps produce quite a lot of the logistics as well. Uh, and then the actors and location and everything just pieces together. And boom, after after a few weekends of filming, we have episode one. Awesome. Um, and you know what? I feel I feel so blessed because it's received so well. I didn't yeah. actually expect it to be received as well as it was. You know, I thought, right, we'll get about, on a 30-minute video, you know, whether it's, it, the thing is, it works differently to YouTube. YouTube, you could put up a 20-minute video, 30-minute video, and if it's just banter and laughing, people will watch yeah. it and you will get lots of views on it, you know. But if you put up a 30-minute a, a video where it's got, you know, the pace of the show is different, there's action, there's a bit of romance, you know, it may not get you know high views it may get 20,000 views do you know what I mean in regards to where a five minute mm. video can get 100,000 views uh, but it's harder for a longer longer sh- longer video with a different pace to get high amount of views so I didn't expect yeah. a high amount of views from it I just thought this is what I want to do and you know lo and behold it's like we release it and before you know it the views are going up and then yeah. more so the, 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 the comments are coming in and people are just attached to turf and I'm getting feedback that everybody loves it I'm like wow like this is really really good i thought i thought i'd get 20k views and that's top off at that and now it's like heading towards like seventy five thousand. and i'm like wow people are actually loving this and it just felt so great to me to create something that has been so well received uh and especially because it's like a a web series you have to sit down and watch it it's not something that you leave on in the background and you can carry on you've got to actually pay attention to the story so i was like wow it's really great so like in, in terms of like because it's such a big project it's probably one of the the biggest projects you've done to date when it comes yeah. to like looking at views does that ever bother you do you ever set targets and and that aspect i i've never chased the figures uh, yeah. personally i've never been like oh you know I, I, you know this has to hit a hundred thousand mm. views i'm never yeah. I've, oh it needs to hit fifty thousand views but you know when you invest so much time into something i think more so than the views i'm I'm after the response i want to know what people think the feedback you know i want to read the i read i probably read all the comments um of knowing what people like i've even put polls up on instagram what did they like in episode one so i know what what they're looking for in episode two and three so i know what to how to structure the episodes um but that for me is more so than the views um and i think we you know the response we've got i've just been so like like i just say alhamdulillah because it's like you you've you've put something out which people have loved but they loved it so much that they keep asking for episode two and you know we've been in lockdown and i can't be doing anything and it's so nice to hear that you know everybody who's involved in it right they, they keep we've got a group obviously they keep yeah. putting every every second or third dm is when's episode two coming out <laughs> when's episode two coming out and it, it, that means something do you know what I mean? When you've created something and people are just so eager for it, I'm like, wow, this is this is really good. Do you have? Um, I imagine you know how many episodes it's gonna be. Is yeah, that so something you can say or yeah, I can say that. Um, so season one uh, is a four-part 
I, I've, I've, in my head, I've, well, we've already filmed episode two and episode three, and I'm writing episode four at this, as we speak. Okay. Episode two is not even out yet, just to put that in perspective. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. far advanced. We, so this one's a four-part series, um, and I'm hopefully trying to finish the story off within ep- season one, within four episodes. Um, so that, that, and then I've not actually thought about a season two, uh, but I want to see how well we can get this out, how you know the quality of it, and then is it is it worth we put out season two straight away or do we pause, you know, I create another series and then we come back to season two? I don't know. This, that, them things are quite open and I'm, I'm happy to play with because I, what I don't want to do is keep playing the same character. As an actor, I don't want to do I, that. I know what you mean, yeah. Do you know what I mean? As a writer, do I don't want to write the same character. Yeah. I want to do something different. And we've got other projects in the line which um, I'm not writing but I'm acting in or I'm helping produce or I'm helping direct. But... For my channel, I feel like I want to, I want to write and produce and get something out there that's completely different to turf as well. So you know you got you got to play with these things and see how you go and hopefully try to get funding for some of these things. You know and then get you know I don't know the the, the possibilities are endless. I'm speaking to my agent and I want to I want to like push certain things onto like different platforms rather than YouTube. You know Channel Four Blaps. You've got you know BBC Three. All these other other things. So we want to try to get things up there as well. But Turf was really one one of the things where I was like, I know I can make a, a show. I just want to do it. So that's what we did. So having done episode one and obviously having done episode two and three, but at the at the point where you'd finished episode one and released it and received that feedback, did that change your perception on? these web series and how far you actually can go with them was it was this something that started off as a small sort of project and it's just no and you I, I realized knew that, like hmm. i knew that i wanted to make a series so i knew i had a number of episodes in mind um i knew that you know i want to do a, a series which but i also knew that i didn't want to do it um where one say web series is my entire career do you yeah. know what I mean on YouTube yeah, yeah. I didn't want it to be that one web series is um, you know five years long I know I didn't want that I wanted a start uh, you know and an end point to it and I was very clear on that because I know pe- there's some amazing people out there that have done you know web series and if it's been a really like they've run it for about four or five years and I, I didn't want to be I didn't want to do that I said within this year I want episode one two three and four out and then I'm on to the next thing and then I'll come back to it if I really want. So that was my mindset, and that's not changed. That's you know I've 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 kept with that because I feel you need to close the story, or else you keep people waiting, and mm. you need to close that story, but th- with the possibility with it yeah. could reopen. Do you know what I mean? And then that's got, got, yeah. yeah, and not so much as a oh like basically if I killed Zane right. Mm. He may not ever come back. He obviously yeah. couldn't come yeah. back, but I'd ne- I'd, I wouldn't want to do that much of a dramatic thing where he just doesn't come back or someone key doesn't come back like that and then that story cannot continue. I always wanted to be... As a writer, I've done season one. I'm not going to say I'm not going to do season uh, season two, but I'm, what well, I'm going to say, I probably won't do it right now. Mm. I will come back to it once I've explored some further things. Yeah, so you give your, yourself the opportunity to kind of come back yeah, to yeah. it in like a year or something. Yeah. Um, and just going back to like other people and, and there's a lot of people in our sort of, in the Asian community who have been, re- who have released um, a lot of great series. You think about like Ali Official, Artif mm. Nawaz with Im Islamic and you think mm. about um, Guz um, Khan with his... Um, 
Man like Mobin. Yeah, Man like Mobin. Do you ever take inspiration from um, them and and the series they do, or do you just try and go in a in your own direction? And the thing is, you know, the people that you've mentioned are like really well. Atif is like a yeah, brother to yeah. me, you know. I've 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 met Ali, uh, Tez, who's who's in uh, Man Like Mobin. Tez is a, as well, yeah. Is a is a is a like like they're like elder brothers to me, and I speak yeah. to these guys frequently, you know, and they guide me quite a lot. Mm. Um, what they do, uh, I don't think I would ever be able to do. Like they do comedy at such oh, a good yeah. level, their improvs yeah. are so good. Um, I I don't think I will ever be able to do what they do. Right, so I don't even try to write like that. That's not me. Do you know what I mean? I write. I my my thought is more of an actor's thought of like, as an actor, what do I want to see? What do I want to be in, and what do I want to see? What do I think is needed for the TV? And yes, comedy is needed, but why? Why do I want to come and try do what they do when they do it so good? I watch it. My mum watches it. My wife watches it. We watch it and we laugh. I'm like, yo, Tess, that was sick, man. I really like this. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Atif, when when's this coming? Do you know what I mean? So mm. I don't want. I don't need to be in operating that that area. You know, I want to do my own thing, and I don't, I don't know what that is, hundred percent. You know, but I'm writing differently. Um, but I do take inspiration for their work ethic, how they've done it, how you know they, they they're so good at what they do, and they're thriving. And you know, it, it it gasses me to watch them because I'm like, these guys are so great. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. Like I said, there's lots of things out there that people do so well. You know, it's about finding what what I can do and what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? What what yeah. do I want to do as an actor, as a director, as a writer, whatever? Mm, absolutely. And um, you're also a radio presenter. How yes. did how did that come about? And do you want to talk to me about how how that is day to day? Um. So I'm I'm so I I'm a radio presenter for the BBC BBC Yorkshire, and obviously during COVID we we kind of like restricted. So I've not actually been on air for about three months, and I miss it. Uh, how that came about? It's a funny story actually. Um. I got I get a a, a a DM from somebody, and they're like, "Look, we want to um." We want to try something new. Uh, we think you'd be great. Uh, uh, you know, come in and let's see what we can do. So we had a blank canvas. I was like, all right, cool, radio presenting. Uh, at one point, I was thinking I want to get into radio, and then I never did anything with it. Um, I'm not a radio presenter, so I don't know how it works, uh, yeah. but I would love to come in and give it a go. So I came in, um, we had a blank canvas, we played around, and boom, we created this show called Rated, and it was a success. Like, it was really good. I, we interview people who are content creators, anybody who's got anything to do with online. Uh, we interview them about their journey, play a few games, uh, play some good songs, have a top three rated, and boom, you know, that's that's our show. And I did that, and I'm still doing that, obviously. And it's just one of those things that you you do because I feel like I feel like when the opportunity is there, maybe just take it and just see how yeah. it goes. And then you make a call. But also, I, I am also a firm believer of not every opportunity is the right opportunity. You've got to really think about how is this going to progress me? Is this the right direction? You know, do I do I want to be doing uh, this? Is it going to benefit me in, in where my final goal is? And if it doesn't, then you don't take the opportunity. Do you know what I mean? But this was something where it was really, really new. Uh, no one had done this at BBC Yorkshire, so I was the first presenter to do this. I was getting trained as a presenter, you know. I, I would have, I would be tagged with the BBC, so I was like, man, you know what? Let's check this. And also, the guy who called me, uh, funny story. Uh, his wife uh, had me on the Nehal. Do you know Nehal um, from BBC Asia Network? 
he's uh-huh. no longer there but i i i bet he she was she was his producer and i was invited as a guest this was when i released a sak okay, yeah. tribute uh and then i realized that Shahid is actually what Shahid's wife was the person who got me on BBC Asia Network, and that's how you know how everything kind of yeah. like made sense. I was like, oh, so that boom, and <laughs> also I have such a great like Shahid, my producer is so great. I absolutely love him, uh, Archie, who my producer. So, you know when you find something again goes back to you know, find something that you're happy with, yeah. do it. You know if you're not happy with it, don't do it, man. So I have such a blast doing it. I have such a great team, and yeah, it's fun, man. And and I guess it's like a little step again into that digital world, um, because you know you're interviewing people, you're talking on a radio. It's it's very similar to the the stuff that you want to do um, and the stuff that you do um, in yeah. person and on your own as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's mm. just a new avenue, isn't it, to explore? And uh, yeah, man, that's literally that's literally how I got into radio presenting. And um, I've been doing it non-stop, obviously due to COVID. We've had to pause, uh, yeah. but we'll be picking it back up once once COVID's died down. And uh, I can't wait to get back on it. It's so much fun. Yeah, I bet. Um, so obviously, you know, I'm from Leeds now. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually funny because um, the gym that I go to also happens to be the gym that um, no I've way. Seen you yeah, yeah. Oh I, my met, God. I met you once. I said. Um, I think I was really tired though, so I don't know what to say. I just think I just gave you salam and then. Oh left, man! But <laughs> now we're gonna have to. Now we've got a gym buddy. Thank you. <laughs> I don't. I don't go anymore. But um, oh man! Because yeah, I finished uni now, so I, I, I'm not from Leeds originally. But no, um, no, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh so, man, I thought I had a new gym buddy, man. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, you started obviously. You started going gym because of this 90 day challenge that yeah. you started earlier last year was it I believe yeah so yeah, do you yeah. just so, talk about how that came about and, and um, why so I've always been into fitness and keeping healthy not just for muscles and yeah. abs but just eating clean you know mm. for skin uh, and you know it's funny though because it relates back to like being an actor I was like if I'm an actor yeah, I want to have clean teeth I want to have fresh skin I don't yeah. need makeup when I'm set. I'm ready to do my <laughs> do you know what I mean so I was like but also I want to be in shape so I don't look fat I'm mm. so it all came from I, not because I was forced to look it but just because I want as me as a, I feel comfortable when I'm healthy I yeah. feel like I dance better when I'm you know got fruit inside me rather than chocolates and cake mm. um, so I was like right I want to do the journey and um so the journey that you're referring to was actually journey number three. I'd previously okay. already done two of these. Uh, and the mm. reason why I'd lost my body is because I received a shoulder injury, uh, which meant I, can't, I couldn't lift weights. And yeah. I, I was in a point in, in my life where it, the, 2019 wasn't a great year for me because I had so many knocks and hurdles I had to get over. Um, so I wasn't eating correctly. Ramadan hit. Mm. Diet one out the win- window, pakore, you know, every cheesecake on the on the daily. Yeah. Um, that was literally my life, and I looked at myself and said, "I need to get, I need to get in shape, I need to get mm. in shape, I need to get back to how I was." And I had videos to how I was, and you know, I I was looking at my body, and I was like, "I need to get into that." I can't believe back then when I was topless like that, I thought I was fat. I thought I yeah. wasn't achieving what I was, and I'm like, I, was, I would do anything to get that body back. Mm. So I basically just hit the gym came up with my own plan eat ate right for 90 days gym super hard you know broke up my training had my portion control and boom before you know it 90 days passed and I've, I've been able to I've got my abs back yeah. you know and I've got the body that I wanted and now I, what I've learned is because I've done this three times before this time was the hardest out of all of them because I was I was 
a lot older like I was three years older mm. too when I first did it so my body works slightly differently even though I'm not old but the older you get is the harder it is to yeah. lose the weight the harder it is to you know you'll eat more of this but then you'll still put on more so it's like right okay so you've got to basically when you grow when you get older it's so much harder to lose that fat I mean it, you know in 20 when I was 21 I was at like 6% body fat do you know what I mean? And that 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 is like no, that is like nothing. And yeah, after doing the gym journey, and then after doing after doing this journey, uh, I wasn't able. I did the you know I worked super hard, but I only managed to get down to like eight and a half, I think, or eight percent body fat. Still so really it, good. It is good. It is good. But I was like, I'm pretty sure I worked harder this time than I yeah. did that time. Why am I not? Mm. You know, how have I slipped my? But I was like, you know, I'm happy with it. Visually, yeah. I've got my body. I'm cool. Let's go. But it was a journey, man, I, and this is so the journey that you do within the gym right it's a journey itself but yeah, the journey absolutely. you do as as within your career is a journey itself mm. but one thing we noticed you know with this journey right you because it's a 90 day journey your journey ends quite quickly yeah after 90 days with your career it doesn't it keeps going but one thing you know is that actually the journey is better than the destination yeah 100%. right so when you're doing your career don't rush your career spend time in your craft learn more act more do whatever you want because you you're in the journey at the minute right thrive on that you might you, you don't know once you get to your destination you might be like is this it is, is this <laughs> it is this what it feels like do you know I what I mean to take, so to much, take yeah. in the journey is so much so much fun yeah no that's that's so real because I think a lot of people will just rush whatever they're doing like they want to be they want to do this they want to get that but at the, at the end of the day it's like the journey makes you who you are and without it learn. like you never you, yeah you learn you never know what um course you might go into what um bumps you might face and um, the adversities that you might face and and um, overcome so it's really good to just have that um you mentioned that obviously the 90 days stopped did did you stop then or did you just keep going how did how did your um diet and and your plan change post yeah so i wasn't as like now i'm not as lenient like Mm. uh, i'm not as strict as i was i'm more lenient so to speak i you know eat what i want um and i put a post up a few weeks ago saying you know what i'm gonna eat what i want because i'm not filming anything anytime soon i don't need to look the best i'm not saying i'm gonna be a fat blob again i'm saying that you know, I don't need to maintain anything. No actor, yeah, I don't, I, unless you're like Tiger Shroff and that's what you do. You know, mm. you, you don't need to maintain your body at that high, that, that oh, high yeah, level. Absolutely. Have a chocolate, have pizza, have what you want. Live your life, man. I don't want to be like, oh, I couldn't eat this. And then when I'm old, I'm like, I should have eaten this. Um, so I don't, I don't, when, when I'm, when I haven't got like a goal, I'm just relaxed. I'm not terrible. So I don't just constantly eat chocolate. I don't constantly. I just, there's a nice balance. If I feel like having something, I'm going to have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but um, but now that I've, I've, we're filming a, a, a film on the final weekend of July, so I've got like three weeks. So I'm, like, I'm just not eating any chocolates, any crisps. I'm eating fruit. I'm going for jogs more regularly and just being more healthy so I can get that, get those couple yeah. of pounds off me. And boom. Like when you when you need to say when you need to stop something, you you, you just have to stop. You know, you've got to eat healthy. And if you if you don't need to, then eat what you want. But keep yeah. it balanced. It's about balance. You do, you can't always stay clean forever. You can't always stay unhealthy forever. It, it just won't work. It, it sounds very easy when you say like it does. But I I have a very um I have a good willpower. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Like you know when I want something, I'm like I know what I need to do to get there, 
um, let's do it and I can do it and I've done it like like I said I've done it three times on the 90 day journey and uh, in between films and stuff so like it's 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 doable it's just you've got I think once you've done it once you know you can do yeah. it as many more yeah. times so like now even though I, I'm still a bit tubby I know give me three weeks four weeks I'll get my abs back yeah 100% what was the, what was the hardest part of the 90 days was it just a diet or was it like consistency or oh no I, it, so for me the hardest part was the first two weeks really because that's when you're detaching from the, the adjustment isn't it yeah, yeah and then once you're adjusted it's all fun it's all fun yeah. and you love it because you get to the gym like ah, ah well, I'm ready I'll be back tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean mm, 100% um, yeah. I wanted to ask as well if you were to listen back to this in three years time let's say for example three years to this date what would you have wanted to I guess to change and what would you have wanted to accomplish by then if you were to listen back to this now three years time yeah. um, as in like as in like as an actor or as in what the creative anything side anything really or? in creative side personal side um, I, I think and, I, yeah. if I listen back I think I would I would like to be like oh I said that I would make this into like a full time job yeah right where this brings in the income hopefully inshallah maybe be in a position where it does either bring a big portion of my income or like my entire income. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because I, like I said at the start, even though I don't, I don't dislike dislike my job, I do it because I need financial stability. Mm. Whereas, you know, if the acting provided that, I wouldn't need to do. I wouldn't be working five to nine, uh, n- yeah. nine to five, five to nine. I'd be just doing my passion. Yeah, all day, hundred percent. Yeah, all day, every day. Mm. So and- yeah. And just just going off that, I guess, um, and going off what you said earlier about um, how you were inspired by theatre work, is is that the end goal? Do you think theatre would you? Is that something that you look at and you think I really want to? No, do this so so more? for me, I made a decision in um, how old am I? Maybe about five <laughs> years ago. Five yeah. years ago, that I've done a lot of theatre growing up. Right, I'm not saying. I'm never going to go back to it. I go, I want to dominate like TV, film and screen. I would always go back to uh, theatre because I love it. I've never said no to it. Uh, but I want to know that I want to I wanna be on TV, be on film, be on screen as much as I can. Because um, it, it's just a different type. And after, in between them, go back to theatre, come back. Yeah. Like Hugh Jackman does. Hugh Jackman is constantly on, on yeah, yeah. stage, on film. He's he's an amazing actor, and if I could do a career like his, you know that'd be that'd be great. Hundred percent. So it's just, it's just almost like just a blend of both, and not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Setting yeah. yourself. You to gotta one. switch it up. You gotta yeah. keep things switched up, man. You switch like it up. That. I like that. And yeah. and yeah, and just going off that again. Um, do you have any sort of big goal that you want to do with like acting? Is there anyone you want to work with? Is there any kind of films that you think you'd love to do for example like I'd, Bollywood and I'd love to do an action film yeah a, a full full on action have you seen something like have you seen The Extraction oh I might have I'm not sure Does Chris it have, Hemsworth like, best... on Netflix mm. oh okay no, no, Chris, I'm, I'm, Chris I'm, Hemsworth I'm, Netflix no. recently released um, the action sequences in that were incredible I'd love to do something like just not just uh, not just because of like acting but like you know just how to have fun in that yeah. role you you have roles that you have fun in mm. and that was that I feel like to film a sequence like that 
would be incredible. So something like extraction, uh, I'd love to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's it's sometimes hard, you know, when you like, um, you know, even just being a, a small part in the in the in the acting industry, but to mm. do a big role like that and to get to that that level of like status where people are just gonna watch you because who you are, yeah. that is just that's just a next level of like that's commercial success. Oh yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. So, mm. but yeah, man, it's, it, something like that would be great. Yeah, and I just wanted to finish with a final question and yep. it's it's just it's more like a pic- picture this scene so you're at um you're hosting a dinner party yep. i'm there because it's, it's my house so i'm there you can't Shout you can't out. kick me out <laughs> yeah. um you're allowed to invite three people dead or alive who would you invite and why oh god that's such a hard question <laughs> it's a curveball isn't it three 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 people wow okay thank you for putting me on the spot let me think okay <laughs> Dead or alive? Who who do I wanna? Who would I love to meet? Who's been a big inspiration for you? The thing is, a lot of people ask me this question, and it's not just one person. I take inspiration from so many different people. You know, yeah. the work ethic of The Rock. Mm. You know, the 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 acting ability and charisma, or whatever you wanna say, of like Shah Rukh Khan. But then the the acting. Um, style of Amir Khan you know it's so mm. much that you could just pink from you know and, and people who are like so talented in the acting industry oh, yeah, abso- like absolutely right Ritik is like yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean or Will Smith or mm. who, who would Will I love Smith to meet man there's so many people I, I'm just trying to you, you get three picks I've got three people three even three's not enough bro what are you doing to me man um, okay small house yeah so it's alright the COVID and the restrictions <laughs> took me as a part okay I think I would I would love to meet Will Smith just because mm. to have him there because he's just a very talented actor but just a fun guy to be around I feel oh, like yeah, you'd have absolutely. so much fun you'd yeah, have so yeah. much fun to be around him um, I'd love to meet Shah Rukh Khan just genuinely mm. because he's he's always been like a childhood the person that I've watched yeah. you know what I mean um, and Hugh Jackman definitely Hugh man. Jackman. He's, he's my favourite actor man he's so talented amazing singer amazing actor uh he's like the the whole package man he's, he's yeah. very he's got a big variety to his game doesn't he so i guess Such i guess you can range. relate to that yeah 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 absolutely all right well it's been a pleasure thank, thank you, you so for much your time and i wish you well in your career no thank you very much it's, it's, it's lovely to come on and chat it's been a, it's been a blast yeah um and hopefully i'll speak to you soon hopefully all right i'll see you later cheers, cheers. bye bye be sure to follow Ahmed on Instagram. His at will be in the description. And give this podcast a rating as always if you found it valuable. And if you did find it valuable, consider sharing it with a friend so as many people as possible can listen to this podcast. And until next time, I will see you guys later. <laughs>